Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ethos.com. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The water shoots up and then it looks like he's slobbering uh, down into the lake. And that's the story behind it. It's really kind of cool. The sign says, don't get on the hog. But that's something for the critics to talk about. Y'all can't even ask a question. Look at this. The first time ever. Wow. I mean, I was ready for the question. I don't think y'all were, though. I got a text from Quavo. Wait, a lot of people in this room probably don't know who Quavo is. You know, so I noticed that World Peace got waived from the Lakers. He still got 7.7 million. Did y'all read that? Such a, that's, and he's going to sign with the Knicks for probably another seven. Pretty good deal for World Peace. SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. With John Neighbors. Every time you put him back in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from SEC Media Days here in Hoover. Uh, it's Hoover. I already said Hoover. This is bad. This is how much I've gotten used to it. I'm sitting here in front of Connor O'Gara, Saturday down south. He made me nervous, and I called it Hoover, Alabama. It's actually Nashville. It's a it's a much better place. Don't come out here and hurt me, anybody. But that's okay. We're live from here. And we're talking some SEC football with Connor O'Gara. Connor, just we're off to a roaring start, but it's good to see you in here in person, man. Yeah, Hoover is way different than what I thought it was. I mean, goodness gracious, they put up all these buildings, so much construction going on. Look, look at Hoover, uh, crazy place. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it, picked it up and moved it. <laughs> they really did. It, it's been uh, it's been good, somewhat uneventful in the main media area. I would actually argue that the most eventful thing was Jimbo Fisher fumbling over his words and still not being willing to give Bobby Petrino full play calling duties. Uh, I would have just loved to have heard him say, yes, he's our primary play caller. He's got the he's got that taken care of. We're not going to necessarily worry about what that looks like right now in terms of like me getting involved, but he's our primary play caller. That's what I brought him in here to do and that's that. But instead, he just can't do that. He can't mm-hmm. do that and it's an ego thing and that's that's why we continue to talk about it. That's why we continue to have questions about it. How are those egos going to work? The ego of Bobby Petrino, the ego of Jimbo Fisher, giving up control on the offensive side of the ball for the first time in two decades for both of them. What does that look like? We still have questions. Why is it that he can't just do it and say it and just be like, yeah, he's calling all the plays? Well, what is John, keeping him from it? Well, John, when you've got one of these, uh, when you got one of these, when you got a ring, I think it does impact people. Now... I, I don't know how far removed from that national championship he has to be. He's now 10 years removed from it. I don't know how far removed from it he has to be to realize that his offense has not modernized in the way that it needed to. They don't run the tempo. They don't have the pre-snap looks in terms of motions and stuff like that to just trick the defense or make the defense not have that time to be able to prepare. But... I think that he is hopefully getting to that place where he realizes he needs help because he does. When you go five and seven, you need help. But also, when you have a $76 million buyout, you also don't need to acknowledge that help. You can kind of do what you want. So seeing that dynamic at play this year, it's as interesting of an SEC storyline as there is. Are they, as an A&M, the most intriguing team this year on the SEC as far as the circumstances or at least some of the impact it'll have if they have a great year or don't have a great year? Yeah, I think so. And I don't think Jimbo Fisher is getting fired. I I think even if they go 6-6, he's not getting fired. Really? 
$76 million, John. Do you know the richest buyout that's ever been paid for a head coach? Not $76 million. It's $21.5 million. Mm. Do we think that all of a sudden, three and a half times as much money is going to be paid to Jimbo Fisher? Let me say it in Spanish for you. No. <laughs> no. It's not happening. I am of the belief that Jimbo Fisher, yes, he has totally lost his way as what would be considered an elite offensive mind in the sport. Those days are long since past. But this notion that he's on the hot seat, he's going to get fired if they do this and this. I was talking to people who know A&M very, very well yesterday. And the money that's being spent to fund his contract and his everything that has gone into the football program, all those different things, we can talk until we're blue in the face about how, you know what, the oil money, you just can't discount it, you just can't discount right. it. They have other programs that they need to fund there. And people there that are maybe not necessarily happy at A&M that the football program is given all this money and all this, this, you know, this overhead with the buyout and what that could look like. Jimbo Fisher will not get his $76 million buyout. They will find a way to fire him with cause if they actually do that. Well, see, I, w- I guess I'm looking at it as, you know, with these rich people that they always talk about in buyouts. Ah, well, you know, so-and-so or so-and-so's company or whatever they can pay it. You know, people who have that type of money usually don't get to the point that they're at by making bad investments and bad decisions with their money. And paying out a massive buyout like that, it's not something that anyone would want to do, and especially with that amount that you refer to. So I get what you're saying. I guess it's just weird to wrap your head around a coach that's been there as long as Jimbo, that's lacked the success of Jimbo, but yet the reason you can't fire him after, what, what is his fifth year? going sixth year? Sixth year. Sixth year? The reason you can't fire him is because the buyout is still so high after six years. Like That's what I think makes it such a thing it's tough to wrap your head around because it's unprecedented. It's not black and white. We need context for it. Um, shout out to Jimmy Sexton. It's an all-time great move to be able to get that contract in the first place to get him from Florida State to A&M and then to be able to renegotiate that contract with the Rays after 2020, the success that they had there. It, it is truly remarkable. And, and look, at, at the time, I understood it. At the time, we're saying, well, A&M just had its best AP finish since 1939. They just finished as the top five team. They look like they're really capable of taking that next step. They're recruiting at an extraordinary level, and Jimbo Fisher knows what he's doing. This is why you brought this man here from Florida State in the last two years have told us otherwise, despite the fact that they've played Alabama better than they ever have in these last two years. But adapt or die, Jimbo Fisher needs to adapt. Well, enough about the Aggies. Let's talk about something actually people care about. <laughs> uh Sam Pittman, Arkansas, went today. How, how would you grade it out? Because Sam Pittman doesn't want to be last when it comes to the grading of the performances of SEC Media Days, as he said. But what, what just kind of stood out to you from what he said as well as some of the players? It was a rough day for Ham's beer. It was a really rough day. I don't know if the stock took a hit. I don't know Man. if it's a publicly owned company. I don't have the insights on that. But it was a rough day for Ham's beer. Um, makes you burp a lot. Tell, Sam Pittman telling telling media members like you, you could do better. Like you look like you did all right. You, you could do better than that. Uh, pretty pretty rough to hear that. But he's the most likable coach in America. He is the mo- most likable. He is the most down to earth, relaxed guy. I think there are certain people that get up on that stage, including even Nick Saban, who just truly feel like they are out of their element. Kind of comes off a little bit awkward, a little bit can sometimes because that's the way that they feel like they need to operate. You can stick Sam Pittman in any room in America, and I bet Sam Pittman will find a way to have a conversation and be the other person's best friend by the end of that interaction. That's just who he is, and he comes off as that, and he's genuine. And I, you know, in terms of like the actual on the field stuff, hearing him talk about KJ, hearing him talk about Rocket putting on 10 pounds, Rocket's up to 237, which is kind of crazy. He's running faster than ever, which is what Sam Pittman said. I, I think that there are a lot of questions about this team on the defensive side of the ball, but that one-two punch is, I mean, in terms of a quarterback-running back duo in college football, you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than the one that Arkansas has. And hearing Sam Pittman talk about that, you can tell he realizes they're going to lean on them heavily. They have to. Like, that is reality for this team. It'll just be a matter of whether or not those two guys can take it. What do you make of him bringing Landon Jackson? Uh, of all the players, obviously K.J. and Rocket's an easy one, but... Bringing Landon Jackson is pretty uh, fascinating choice from the defense. 
Yeah, I mean, your defensive options are limited. Look at look at last year. Jalen Catalan was at SEC Media Days. Now he's in, in the transfer portal. <laughs> he's at Texas. Bumper pool. He was at Arkansas since Darren McFadden was there. Now mm-hmm. he's gone. I mean, you had some veterans who were who were part of this team last year who, you know, and have now gone a different way. I think if Jordan Dominic is still there, he's representing them. But he, of course, hit the portal. He goes to Colorado. Drew Sanders is one and done. So it's not like you could have brought back somebody like him. I, I think that there are a lot of things to figure out defensively and that kind of speaks to it that you're still trying to figure out like all right who who's who are our alpha dogs on defense what's this Travis Williams defense going to look like can they be better on the back end well their secondary actually have a pulse i mean you need to see those things and maybe Maybe by by the time fall camp rolls around and they're in full swing, they have a better idea, but we still don't have an idea what that's going to look like. Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South is our guest here live at SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Connor, also with Arkansas, too, it's it's about this SEC West that is extremely difficult, or at least for me, to, to even predict. It always is, but it's Bama or LSU is going to be picked to win it. That, that's, that's a given. And those are probably going to be the two teams that finish at the top. But three through seven, I, I, I literally could see it going any way, which way, all, all over the place. So how do you see Arkansas fitting into the SEC West, assuming that they're healthy, assuming that everything's good, assuming that they're going to do the things you think they're going to do this upcoming year? Where do they stack up? Three through seven is going to be anybody's guess. It's, it, it will be a jumbled mess. I have them fourth. Okay. I have him fourth. I had him third last year, if I'm not mistaken. Did I have him second last year? I think I had him I second. I had him second last year. <laughs> I did. I had Arkansas second last year. I definitely did. I have him fourth this year for the points that 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 I just brought up about how defensively I think that you have just so, there are so many questions in that area. And there could become household names that, that we figure out and guys who emerge and, and the work that, that, that Sam Pittman's done in the transfer portal should yield some of that. I think that's going to be their answer at receiver as well in, in figuring out, like, all right, can these guys that, that, that Sam Pittman brought in, lower-level type guys, you know, when you bring in a, what was Broden, the, the guy was like 6'7 from Bowling Green, can he become KJ's new best friend? Like, th- these, were, these are pieces that are going to be really important to making this new system work. But I do like KJ transitioning to the Dan Enos offense. I do. And I think at this stage of his career, that's going to suit him really well. It's why I think he's the best quarterback in the SEC coming into this year. So I think it's going to be feel really similar to last year at points where you're just like, man, I don't know where that next win's going to come. There, there's no automatic win on the schedule for a month. But I think Arkansas finds a way to maybe get back to, to an eight-win type season. Maybe that'll take a bowl game and get there. Yeah, because I'm looking at the schedule that Arkansas has and that middle of the schedule so brutal. Yeah. I mean, it, it's brutal for Arkansas every single year. But I don't know if how many SEC teams have to play that many games away from Fayetteville, or at least away from their home stadium like Arkansas. They all got to play away from Fayetteville. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, like, if you break it down for – it's like bookends, essentially, where you have Arkansas starting off with their first three games in the state of Arkansas. We know the first game against uh, Western Carolina is in Little Rock War Memorial. But they're talking about – at LSU at the end of September, and uh, uh, Texas A&M down there in Arlington. Then you have Ole Miss on the road, Alabama on the road. You're talking about four weeks right there straight where you're away from Fayetteville against four teams all in the SEC West. That, to me, is, I mean, that's the key. Because I think Arkansas can win their first three games for sure. And I think even after that, Mississippi State at Florida, Auburn, Florida International, Missouri, very winnable games, especially with most of them being at home. That's the one where, hey, it, it's going to be either the difference between a six and six year or a nine and three year, depending on what you do in that stretch. That, that is the all important stretch. And does this team splinter? You, you've got two new coordinators. Remember, in this era of the transfer portal, you cannot discount what that looks like. When you hit November and you're a team that knows that you're out of it, and Arkansas dealt with this last year. Different situation, obviously, because you're talking about coordinators who had been there. You know, they're both in year three, Kendall Bryles, Barry Odom. But the difference now with new coordinators, and maybe these certain guys aren't going to be bought in, and maybe they're going to say, you know what, I don't really like this scheme. I'm not, I don't really like how this guy coaches me. I'm going to kind of check out. That can happen. There's a risk of that happening for this Arkansas team. I think one thing that you would say Shane Beamer has done a better job of than Sam Pittman is figuring that out. 
is figuring out that part, that tough part of the year where, like, last year South Carolina gets waxed at Florida. Mm-hmm. And everybody through 10 weeks is like, man, Spencer Rattler just didn't end up being what they hoped for. What do they do after that? They beat Tennessee like a drum. They go into Clemson and, and, and beat the Tigers for the first time that they've lost at home since 2016. Like, and then obviously they played Notre Dame competitively, albeit with a limited roster. Like Shane Beamer handled that brutal part of the schedule and then like got through it. Can Sam Pittman do that? Will he need to do that this year, or will this be one of those one of those seasons in which we say, man, that 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 middle of the year just really chewed him up and spit him out? Also with KJ Jefferson, I know we're all very high on KJ Jefferson. I know you are. I know I am. Um, but to me, that's just like in any position. The season's going to go as KJ goes. The defense has to improve. We all agree. The secondary has to improve. We all agree. But KJ's health and KJ being KJ is is the X factor for Arkansas. And I think that if there's times where he's not healthy, that's where it, it gets really bad. But it's a tough deal too because you can't make excuses. You got to win games. But Sam Pittman, you know, it's a big year for him. KJ's health. If it, if it's not good, no one's going to be like, oh well, okay, you know, it's fine, whatever. He's got to win. So that's where it's like a tough deal of just making sure KJ stays upright. Making sure he stays upright. And then also, how does he handle the idea of of, struggle, of, of potentially turning the football over? That's, that's an interesting thing, too. I, I think KJ's going to have more interceptions than he's had at any point in his career. And I think that's a positive. You're throwing the football a lot more in this offense. At least that's the expectation. How does he handle that within a game and bounce back from interceptions? Because he really has not had to do that a lot over the course of his career. And even what? I was talking to Trey Biddy about this. Like, two of his interceptions last year were like balls that, like, Trey Knox, like, kind of tipped in the air. And, yeah. You know, he's not used to having a lot of those big time mistakes. And he's being asked to take more risk in this, in these, in this offense. So, yes, it, it, I agree 100%. Like, his health is, is paramount. I, I like the fact that he's hopefully going to be taking less hits on those RPOs in which he's not even the primary ball carrier but I do think that you know being able to to understand like okay what does this look like it within a game and being able to have a comeback because I think KJ's resolve is one of his best traits I go back to that old Miss game 2021 one of the best individual performances we've seen in a losing effort in the SEC uh, in recent memory for sure but yeah <laughs> can he bounce back from those moments I think Arkansas is good at that because I said the same thing about Brandon Allen against yep. Mississippi State in 2015 where he threw seven touchdowns no picks in regulation and lost it's hard to do yeah I mean leave it to Arkansas they'll find a way to have historic performances and still lose games it's just what they do apparently uh, but also, with how the rest of the SEC stacks up, and uh, we know that this is an exciting time because it's kind of wide open. Other than you know, Georgia's kind of the, the favorite for everybody. But uh, do you think, for Georgia's sake, they're the champion this year? They make it three in a row. Like, I, I just think all of college football. Think they they're it? I don't. Okay. I don't. I have Ohio State winning the national championship. Oh, I have Ohio State getting revenge on Georgia in the national championship. I'm going to paint you the picture here. Georgia is 14-0 going into the national championship. It has done everything it set out to do, albeit with a couple of rough moments at times, some growing pains. But they've got to 14-0. They're in the national championship. They're up 10. They're thinking, we got this. We're about to do something that hasn't been done since 1936, the great Ed Woodseth at the University of Minnesota. We're, we're about to do this. And then Mike Bobo shows up. And the Mike Bobo that so many SEC fan bases have been frustrated with, and by so many, I mean two. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? Three. Georgia fans were frustrated with Bobo, too. There you go. That Mike Bobo shows up, the play calling suffers, and Georgia ultimately loses a lead and does essentially what Ohio State did last year mm-hmm. in Atlanta, a game that Ohio State absolutely should have won. And I think they're able to get their revenge, and I think Georgia comes up just short. Wow, okay. So that uh, the pretty disappointed if Ohio State of all teams win it, but you know, hey, listen, it's college football. You can't can't count out some of these teams, especially revenge, and winning three in a row has only been done once since the 30s. It was Minnesota. Uh, it was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ed Winseth. Yeah, yeah. Big Ed. <laughs> Ed Minnesota. I mean, they were, uh, I think they had a game in 1936 that they they lost to Northwestern, but they were still national champs. There's a debate about a, a, a spot on the goal line, if I'm not mistaken, if my Wikipedia research serves me correctly. But, yeah, there's a reason this hasn't been done since 1936. There's a reason that the greatest coach in the history of college football, Nick Saban, who we heard from earlier, has never done this. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. And 
it's harder to do it now than it was back in 1936 when you've got the four-team playoff and we know the path to get there. I'm not saying that any of these individuals will be fired, and that's the reason why. However, there's 14 coaches that are here during media days this week. There's going to be 16 coaches next year, and so we can include Texas and Oklahoma in this question. Which coaches that are here this year will not be here next year? It's a great question. I've done a full breakdown of every SEC head coach's buyout. And I, I did it early in the offseason, SaturdayDownSouth.com, shameless plug. There you go. Um, it's really hard for me to say anyone because I don't think there's a likely candidate. Despite what we say about Jimbo Fisher, there are people that keep bringing up Eli Drinkwitz. You know his buyout's like $20 million bucks after that extension last Pretty year? Absurd. The guy with the most affordable buyout, if things go wrong, is Sam Pittman. I'm just saying, yeah. I think Sam Pittman will be back. If I'm betting today, yes, Sam Pittman will be back. But you're right. There is a, a likelihood that one coach will be fired. I'll, I'll say Sark, even though $18 million buyout, I think Arch gives him more job security than even what that buyout would suggest. So I will say Sark is the one, even though I'm really high on Texas, I believe they, they should win the Big 12 this year. But man, it, it does feel like we're about like whenever we think this, that means that like four coaches are about to get fired. Yeah, see that's what I was looking at too. Where you know this past year, uh, knowing of course the situation Mississippi State and Mike Leach, no one could have ever thought that. But then throwing in uh, you know Hugh Freeze and and that I I'm with you. I don't know. Like I don't think there will be any coaches because like, like fired immediately. Or here's anything. the thing too, like some some might want to throw Zach Arnett in that conversation because he's got I mean, he's working on a pretty cheap contract, first time head coach, second youngest coach in Power 5. He's actually the youngest coach that the SEC has had since Lane when Lane was at Tennessee. Wow. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. he was that young. Yeah, Zach Arnett's 36. He's a young dude. Um but the thing about him is like he got to hire his own staff. He's not he's not an interim guy. They they overhauled the offense. They, they signed seven tight ends because they're like, we didn't have an, a tight mm-hmm. end to the entire Mike Lee Jarrett. So like, he's mm-hmm. not an interim guy. When you get yeah. to bring in your entire, like, your entire staff and hire the way that you want to, like, you have more job security than what people probably realize. So, like, they could, they could go six and six. Like, he's going to be fine. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, history says at least one SEC head coach is going to be fired. Well, Connor, as always, man, we appreciate it. Enjoy being here in Nashville and appreciate you coming on. Talk a little. SEC football with us, man. Enjoy the rest of the time here. Can't wait to do karaoke tonight. It's going to be something. It's going to be something. We got more Out of Bounds on a Wide Open Wednesday, live from SEC Media Days, coming up next. So stay with us. Join 103.7 The Buzz as First Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Listen for live reports from Nashville. This is SportsCenter. It's Arkansas's turn at SEC Media Day. Sam Pittman spoke to the media this morning. When asked how he feels the defense will improve, this was his response. Oh, I think we're going to be better on the D-line, and I think that's going to help us. We're going to be able to play a four-man front. I think we'll be a little more aggressive. Uh, we've always been trying to get man-to-man cover corners, and I think between Snacks and Nudie and Day-Day and Braxton and, and some of those guys, I think we're going to have an opportunity to play a little bit more man, which will allow us to be a little more gr- aggressive and move that front. Stay tuned to the buzz for all your updates from SEC Media Days. We'll have sound from Sam Pittman, KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, Landon Jackson, and also sound from Alabama, Florida, and Kentucky's time on the stage. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Springfield Cardinals 7-3 last night. They'll play again tonight at 6-35. Coverage for that game will be on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Facility Maintenance Services presents Melinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas with commercial and industrial janitorial needs, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. 
What brings you down to Bryant? Hey, here's my car. What are we looking for today? Here's my car. Come Want inside. to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy? On Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on Shark Week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guatney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. Schedule your health assessment at Low T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, don't panic. Low T Center, they make it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Shelter Agent Todd Matthews in Benton, Matt Steele in Bryant, or Gary Elmore in Lone Oak today. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 1037 The Buzz. <laughs> Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. Out of bounds, from SEC Media Days here in Nashville. Appreciate everybody listening in. I love Nashville, man. It's a great city. A lot of things to do, and it's an easy drive over from Little Rock. Just hop on I-40 and go, and you will be here in Nashville. But just don't go. Go in style by getting you a new vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet. We know artificial intelligence is a thing. It's even been talked about here at SEC Media Days for some reason. Don't understand it. But, hey, that's okay. You're never going to need AI to find the best deals on the new Chevrolet truck because it's at Guadney Chevrolet. They haven't been doing business for 60-plus years by accident. And right now, they're offering up to $7,000 off 2023 Chevy Silverados. That's 7000 Three zeros in that and a seven at the beginning. And also with a low rate of 1.9%. Oh, you think, how can it get better than that? Well, how about this? No payments the rest of the summer. So you're talking about $7,000 off of a brand-new Silverado with a low rate of just 1.9% and no payments for the rest of the summer. Sir, ma'am, it's not going to get ever better than that. And we know with the construction going on, if you're coming from Little Rock, you can avoid any of that by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville, right on Main, then left on Bailey to Watney's front door. So... Make the trip to Nashville, make the trip to Dallas, make the trip to wherever you're going this year with Guadney Chevrolet. 
Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can also shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com, but always go see them in person. It's so much better because you'll be met with an award-winning sales team, and they'll get you taken care of. So check it out today at Guatney Chevrolet and guatneychevrolet.com. Again, it is Media Days live in Nashville as Arkansas went through the car wash a little bit today. We got to hear from Sam Pittman. I was a little surprised, though, Joe, that... Uh, Sam Pittman did not do really any radio row with the the local guys. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to talk with Sam Pittman here on 103.7 The Buzz, which is uh, unique, but also it's unfortunate we get the schedule goes along that way. But, uh, yeah, this, this might be a first. I can't remember the last time a Razorback football coach did not uh, have a chance to hop on with us on 103.7 The Buzz. Kind of disappointing. Was it just because of the schedule, the time that they got in, and, and then they, they had to uh, quickly get to where he was going? That's kind of the vibe I got, yes. I, I talked with Kyle Parkinson, the SID, uh, just a little bit, and he gave the, the he didn't say an exact reason, but he gave the vibe that they were looking to rush out the door, which uh, some coaches do that. I saw Jimbo Fisher. He was here two, maybe even three nights just hanging out on the phone. If he was doing something in Nashville or if he was maybe taking all the sights and sounds and he loves the city, I don't really know. But then there's some places, or at least some coaches, like the Sam Pittman in Arkansas, they're like, hey, we're flying in that morning, we're doing it, and we are flying back. And that's kind of what Arkansas decided to do, is just get out of here as quickly as possible. Well, that's what they usually do. That's what most schools do and most coaches, players. But, yeah, you do have some of the exceptions sometimes. Oh, yeah. And even, me- even media members, some of them, they yeah. just go in to cover the team that they cover, and they're out. Yeah, that's that's what I've been laughing about here on Radio Row. Seeing uh, it, it's not—I don't even know if you can call it Radio Row anymore because obviously we do video streaming with uh, 103.7 The Buzz on our station here live on Radio Row. But if you walk through it, it's just a big hallway. There's nothing but television cameras and local TV people with their ca- tripods and microphones hanging out uh, here in the main area. So. Uh, again, it's these are the and those are the people that usually come from local markets for specific teams that are going today, and they're going to be leaving as soon as the day's over. So it's been fun to see some consistency, but it's also fun to just see the the people that are in and out and interchanging as uh, as the days go on and just hanging out here too. Always a good time. Always a good time, especially hearing from everybody and their thoughts of not only the upcoming season but just. Things going on there at SEC Media Days. Yep. Uh, in fact, uh, to, uh, on our text lines comes from the 501, speaking of a wide-open Wednesday. He says, isn't it amazing that we crave SEC Media Days and the dog days of summer, and it gives us something to talk about? However, the season, when the season officially starts, we quickly forget SEC Media Days like it never even happened? I think maybe it is forgotten next week. When, when it's over, yeah. or Friday, yeah. when it's over, it doesn't even take until the season starts. Yeah, I, I, I was I was looking at that where, yeah, for the most part, there's going to be things that are forgotten and moved on from. But you know that if there's somebody out there that predicted something and it ends up being correct, it, it's going to get brought to the light. But more often, if someone was painfully wrong. There's going to be some people that will take some of those clips or some of those uh, written articles or whatever and say, wow, look how wrong you were. Those would be the things that people wouldn't forget. But overall, it's just like anything. You know, in the NFL or in the NBA or Major League Baseball, any sport, there's a media session for either teams or the uh, the entire organizations where this type of stuff goes on. So it's not unique to SEC Media Days. It's unique to every sport because this is just talking about what people think are going to happen and expect. But once the season gets going, it doesn't always go that way. And it, all the sports are the same thing. It's, it's just talking season, as we keep talking about. That's all it's ever going to be, and it's the same way in every other sport, too. 45 days away from first game, Arkansas-Western Carolina. So these days wow. just keep counting down, and uh, it's going to continue to go by faster as we get closer but 45 days away we can remember just within the last three weeks looking at it and it's like 68 days or so and, hmm. and now it's down to 45 so it Man. uh it, the time is flying 
When you think of, I've always found this fun when you talk about the countdown to the, the days of when Arkansas or whenever a game ends up being. I think of the number and a jersey and who's the first person I think of. Is there Williams. a number? Okay, I'm about to say, yeah. I feel like that's probably mine too. Is DJ Williams, 45, uh, would be the first bet. Uh, what about outside of Arkansas? Is there a is there a forty five like NFL wise or anything that you that you always just pops into your mind? Ah, forty five, man. That's that's a tough number to yeah. There's not many that come to mind right away. See, same here, and, and it's funny because I'm the same way. I started thinking about uh, you know because obviously it's one thing in Arkansas, and then it's uh, it's another thing when it comes to uh, the NFL. But it seems I like just, uh, maybe it would be a fullback most of the time and. Of course, you'll have some linebackers, maybe, that are 45, but we know that not many fullbacks play the game anymore, and so that may be the case as to why 45. And, of course, tight ends can wear 45 also, but just don't see many of them wearing it. Well, I just looked it up real quick because I'm sure that there was maybe somebody I was missing, but I just looked up the best players to ever wear 45 in NFL history. This random article, and they have uh, Dave Grayson, as the number one player. Oh, man, to, Dave uh, Grayson, that dude was a beast. Yeah, 1961 to 1970, six-time Pro Bowler. Uh, so he, he had a great career. Then uh, also uh, Ed Schrockman uh, from uh, 61 to 72, and also Curtis Johnson, the cornerback for the Dolphins from 70 to 78. The most recent one, at least according to this list, is uh, Kenny Easley, who played from 81 to 87 with the Seahawks. So those are just a few names that get thrown around as far as who uh, may be some notable athletes in the NFL to wear number 45. Kenny Easley may be the one that stands out the most. Might be. Yeah, might be. Uh, also, uh, from the text line, a few people chiming in. Uh, 501 says, uh, Jimmy Sexton got Jimbo a great contract because he was negotiating with Aggies, not rocket scientists. Do you get it? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we do. We get it. We appreciate it. Uh, Atomic Hawk says, makes me want to puke, but Archie Griffin was number 45. Was that true? Was Archie Griffin 45? Uh, yeah, it seems like that's right. Okay. I, I did not know that. For some reason, I thought he was 44. Okay. Yeah, he is 45. There it is. Only a uh, player to win the Heisman twice or number 45. So, a uh, good one there, uh, Atomic Hog. Uh, also, from uh, the text line, uh, let's see, we had from the uh, 870, uh, it says, um, <laughs> talking about our interview that we had with Landon Jackson, says, maybe we should start recruiting high school girlfriends, uh, five-star players, since Landon Jackson ends up marrying uh, his high school sweetheart. You know, it's not a bad, it's not a bad <laughs> recruiting pitch. It's not a bad way to do it. And also... This comes from Hacker and Harrison. He's like, I'm watching Billy Napier uh, right now. He says he's pretty bad, and he'll likely finish last. I get a chance to, to watch Billy Napier. I don't even know what Billy Napier sounds like when he talks. So he may be uh, pretty dull from uh, what at least uh, our texter was saying here, our Hacker and Harrison was saying. And then also Billy Majors on our Asher Record Life and Feedback says, if my late stepbrother Mark, a big Oklahoma fan, was still alive, I would not mind playing Oklahoma more often. So we can continue our friendly rivalry with each other over how each team would do each and every year. So, okay, well, Billy, maybe uh, maybe they'll uh, kick that back off, and uh, you can still have uh, have some fun with it by rebuilding that old fun rivalry. And I'm sure that there's plenty of Oklahoma fans that would love to build that fun rivalry with you as well. As a reminder, Asher Wrecker is under new ownership also. So How about that? They can still service all your needs, but Asher Wrecker under new ownership. Love that. Love that. We love how Asher Wrecker, of course, has been with the buzz for so long, so long. And being a part of our live fan feedback, a, a great sponsor and always uh, very supportive of what we do here on the buzz. And we love all of our sponsors, of course, but definitely a really cool and exciting times for Asher Wrecker for new ownership with a great company. We are up against it. We're going to enter in our final commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to three and out, some headlines, some storylines, some things we didn't get a chance to get into. But we'll keep it moving, close up shop, and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. It's all coming up next, so stay with us.
Only $10, folks. It's the opening offer at the new Splash Car Wash on Reynolds Road in Bryant. $10 is all you pay for your first month of unlimited washes. Members get 30% off oil changes and can wash at any of the 15 Arkansas locations. Come by Splash Car Wash this week on Reynolds Road in Bryant. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bail. Shop Bail Chevrolet and BailChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clearer skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand, nothing on my skin, that's my new play. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. 
Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into, which I know we will. But uh, but Joe, we've been uh, we've been honored here as uh, we got Randy Rainwater, who's here on live from nah, SEC Media nah, Days. Nah, Randy, nah, nah, what's up, buddy? How How's are you? It? Yeah, it's good. How's everything in Nashville? Yeah, I, I I heard John a few minutes ago talking about it. It didn't feel like Radio Row. I think the reason why John. It's because in Hoover, mm-hmm. you feel like you're part of the cattle car. <laughs> yeah. And here yeah. we're so spread out that you don't feel like, again, as it was at often uh, down in, in Hoover, if you didn't, it was the one who shouted the loudest. Yep. It was probably heard by his radio station. <laughs> and here, I just don't feel that way. And we do happen to be close by the set of the SEC network. So there's a lot of congregating. I'm, I'm guessing they're in kind of a downtime right now. Um, other program must be going. Programming must be going on. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it's. Um, I'm giving it all thumbs up. Oh yeah. Uh, here in Nashville, I don't know what it's going to be like next year at the Omni in uh, Dallas. But uh, if this was the way it was going to be a couple of years ago, now there is one, one major negative. And that is all the construction that's going on. Oh, it's miserable. If you want to go three blocks, which I guess that's north, even three blocks north, it takes you an hour to get around it because uh, construction is ongoing everywhere. That That is the only, only negative I can lodge so far on the city of Nashville. And, uh, of course, that is no fault of, of the Grand Hyatt. It's just... It's pretty inconvenient yeah. to move around downtown Nashville. How many uh, SEC media days have you been to, Randy? Uh, of course, the 2020, we lost that one. Right. Um, but I think I had a string of, I don't know, close to 30 in a row. Wow. That was broken. And um, so, yeah, it's it's um, this has been an annual trip for me. It's been something that I always look forward to. Renewing friendships and and uh, but I just love listening to the coaches and the players and and there's always that constant evolution of I mean it's, <laughs> I didn't get to see the Florida no Alabama player today uh, Kool Aid or whatever his name is and mm-hmm. he had on this tie just saw a a, a, a a fragment of a picture and I'm thinking what is that but it was specially made for him. Making but, a fashion uh, statement there, yeah, along was, with the no, name. Joe, it was a fashion statement. But um, Nick Saban's Nick Saban. Uh, you had a few fresh faces this year. Zach Arnett, and I'm probably leaving somebody out, but uh, that's one thing about the SEC football media days, John and Joe. There's always going to be changes. <laughs> there's always going to be that turnover. And um, so it's always kind of neat to... I mean, I miss the Michael Leaches. Uh, I miss certainly the Steve Spurriers. Oh, yeah. The one I missed the most was Les Miles. I was sitting there in, in Hoover, Alabama, and he was going over the ecosystem in the Gulf of Mexico, and I don't know what all he was talking about. And we were all in the media. I mean, we were just with our, you know, that disbelief look on our faces, and our mouths were open, and we're asking did you understand what he just got through saying? Is there an interpreter to tell us what he said? But those are just some of the few moments, the fun moments that you think back on in times past. And uh, Spurrier, by far, by far, was the best. No one was sacred. No issue was sacred. Today, all these coaches are savvy. They know when to, you know, cut the zipper. And um, so it's, you know, it's 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 always it's always fun to me again because it's always evolving, it's always changing. Yeah, I was going to say it probably uh, hasn't changed at all in thirty years yeah. from what it used to be. But, yeah, and it's a circus. Well, the technology nowadays. has changed, John. Yeah, you ain't uh, lying. Man, we used to have to bring in two mules and Sister Sarah to get the <laughs> equipment, you know, in, and there's never. I take that back. Hoover was ground level. But 
it always seemed like you had steps to climb or whatever it was, and there was never elevator close. So um, that's I don't miss that part of it. Boy, the technology though is I mean I'm I'm sitting here seeing this Joe. Joe John's got all his cameras, all that other stuff. I guess that's hi, Joe. I'm waving at you now. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm looking at you. I mean, 20 years ago, I, I if that was around, I, I wouldn't be aware of it. And yeah. We certainly didn't use it, you know, as technology. But uh, but there's a lot of them. as you walk down Radio Road, there's a lot of them that are being screened now. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know you got to tune into ESPN to see this kind of stuff. You know, a lot of times your local markets are now doing it. So, pretty cool. Having a hard time getting used to it. But anyway, you can tell my age is kicking in now. <laughs> no, you're a pro at it. You don't even notice that the camera is still there. You just I don't, Joe. Yeah, just go to work I don't, if I as look usual. At it, I don't, if, if I look at it, I'll get nervous or something. So, I just don't look at it. Yeah, you got a face made for, for the cameras. For radio. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say cameras for you, Randy. So Now, I, I, before you move on, i got I got to say, Joe, I, I, I'm seeing a certain edginess in John right now. It, it's like um, I doubt Justin Moore gets nervous anymore before he steps on stage. But I see a different edge in John. Oh, he is hyping up. He's getting ready. Tonight <laughs> is the night. Oh. What is tonight, John? It's karaoke there night. There you go. It's karaoke night. That's and the only reason defend- he wanted to go to SEC yeah. Media Days. That's, that's the and, only reason. And he's got to defend <laughs> his crown. Oh, gee. No, that, there's no crowns. No one receives crowns and then this whole thing. It's more of a... Uh, Ah, uh, jeez, just try uh, try to go viral. Uh, and then maybe maybe it gets the most clicks and uh, retweets because of how horrible uh, it is. Yeah, we need to get you up there, man. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm smarter than that. Yeah. What was the last time you sang karaoke? Or have you ever really No, we did. Uh, Ray Tucker and I did uh, Christmas karaoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago. And then the other closest that... It wasn't karaoke, and I know Justin didn't appreciate it, but, you know, we did that benefit uh, down at the hall. Yeah. And uh, Justin and I sang together, Rhinestone Cowboy. And uh, if I hadn't been railroaded into that, I would not have done it. Mm. But, you know, I got a pair of cowboy boots, and I got a cowboy hat out of it, so... You won. I think it's well worth it. It sounds like it. Sounds like it. Well, we're we're, we're grateful that you uh, joined us here in the final segment. We just got, I guess, about a minute left. So, uh, what's going to be happening on Drive Time Sports today? We are leading off with the big hitter, Sam Pittman. Then we come back with Bart Reed, uh, Trey Biddy, KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, Landon Jackson, Nick Saban, Billy Napier. Man, so it's going to be a loaded show. Loaded show with old Randy and Rick in Drive Time Sports. So, thank well, you, John. Yeah, well, thank you, Joe. Anytime, Always. Oh, man. Appreciate yeah, you, so, Randy. Yeah, we thank you, buddy. Yeah, we appreciate everybody. Appreciate Randy. Appreciate you, Joe. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. As we will keep it moving through SEC Media Days tomorrow as well. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. Drive Time Sports is coming up next. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Well, Billy, we're back working by Guatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs, AI ain't gonna 